Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. But you can also hear the Dave and Dujanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine, or at kslnewsradio.com. Keyword podcast. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Dave and Janovic. Well, let's go right on the money because it is tax season. And if you have not filed yet, you may be wondering how much a re- refund you might be getting. Maybe you've already spent your refund. Uh, don't do that. Because uh, we're getting word from the IRS that... Uh, Tax refunds this year are significantly lower than in years past. Why would you say that? I look forward to it. I have all the taxes taken out of my paycheck every single month because I love a big return. And you're telling me, temper my expectations? They're 29% lower on average this Stop year. Stop it. So if you get a $2,000 refund normally, it's do the math. I'm not going to do the math. I don't do math. I'm just saying, do the math. <laughs> Uh, so as of sept- as of September, February second, the average refund is about fourteen hundred dollars. Last year, uh, the average refund was about thirty two hundred dollars. Oh, for the love! <laughs> what are you doing to me, Susan Spears? Um, good morning. Good morning and happy Valentine's Day oh, to you thank both. thank you. Thanks so much for spreading the love. Uh, Susan, of course, with the Utah Association of Certified uh, Public Accountants, a good friend of the show. Uh, always fun to have you on, Susan. Saw you on the hall a couple of weeks ago. Even better to see you in person. So um, so talk about this dilemma and, and why people are getting uh, less money back this year. What do you know about that? Well, a couple things are going on. So I will say these numbers came out, and you're right, 29% lower. But those numbers were as of five days into the tax season. Okay. So they're probably skewed. Um, When we look at the refunds, the average refund for 2023 as of December 29th was just under $3,200, like you say. So maybe there's hope. However, a couple things going on. Inflation is hurting us. And so what what our taxpayers have been doing is they've been um, opting to have less withheld from their paycheck so that they can spread their money more, which then means come the end of the year when we're filing our income taxes, they may get a bill that they're totally not expecting and they're they're not prepared to pay. So that that's a little scary there. Oh, that's a great point because people are trying to make up that month-to-month problem that that shortfall so perhaps they're not uh, having as much taken away that's that's a great uh that's a great explanation uh help us understand like because i've always sorry i apologize i've always done my taxes myself at what point should i say you know what this is this is too complicated or this is where i need to have a cpa step in and, and look at my returns I, you know, there, there are a couple things. I mean, truthfully, a lot of people really can do their taxes on their own. However, if you're going to start doing a little bit of a side gig and you start bringing some money in from that, you better you better talk to a CPA and at least get lined out as to do I need to be making quarterly payments? What can I deduct? What can I? 
because these gig economies are taking off because people are trying to supplement their income. Um, if you're starting a new business, if you're adding family members, let's say you're having kids and, you know, what does that mean? Child tax credit, um, you know, the dependency versus, I mean, a whole myriad of things going there. And then there's also divorce. Divorce, I mean, while it wrecks families, it also wrecks our financial situation, our tax situation. Yeah, I've had friends get stung by this years later, Susan, where they didn't go to an accountant um, because they just traditionally didn't go to an accountant and they went through divorce and then ended up finding out that they owed the IRS more uh, because of the way the children were claimed or the uh, payments were claimed. Um, and it gets really messy. And so the I don't know what the going rate is these days for CPA. What do you think a, a general rate is for people that have fairly simple taxes? I'm not walking into a, you know, a CPA building with 1,700 file cabinets full of information. Like, it's just, you know, a folder I can carry under my arm, you know, that kind of... That, that kind of CPA work that I need. Oh, come on, Debbie. We're digital now. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, we are? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're growing up here. That's right. Um, I mean, I have, the challenge is, is every firm is different. I mean, if you go into a huge firm, I know that there are firms that won't touch a return for under 500 bucks and, okay. and, and on up. You know, so I think that... And of course, our association, we can match you up with a CPA that kind of fits your, your size and everything. But oh, good. It's, it's, it's worth the money when you have these life events that are changing your financial situations. And, and that doesn't mean that you have to go to a CPA every year. But when these things happen, I mean, you know, I mean, even think about it as your kids start to leave home. We're getting away from the child tax credit, but then maybe we're moving into tuition credit. Yes, you know, I mean, there's just different ebbs and flows. So um, just different life events, different financial situations. I mean, little hiccups that happen. A CPA is very well worth your money. Is the IRS allowing people to file on their site for free? I thought I saw a story on that. Yes, they have been for a couple of years. If you go onto their website, irs.gov, um, they'll have a, they have a list of partners you know, software companies that you can file your tax taxes for free if your adjusted gross income is $79,000 or less. Now, they have about seven providers, and they list them there, and there, there's a list of um, uh, requirements or whatever that each provider has. So they've been vetted out. In fact, I noticed this year that there were one or two providers that are not on the list this year. Um, because of different things that have happened. So not not bad. I mean, it's going to be, again, your basic return. Um, okay. You know, Nothing federal, too filing, yeah, federal filing will usually be free, but state filing, and this is something that catches people off guard. For most of these software packages, you will pay to file your state income taxes okay. electronically. Okay. Okay, that's great information. Susan, just one quick question. We got about uh, less than a minute left. I'm just curious about college tuition. I know a lot of our listeners go to college or they have kids who are, who are going to college. Is that still tax deductible? And should we be waiting for forms in the mail from the schools or looking online for forms uh, stating how much tuition was paid? Or is that just a thing of the past? We're still getting those. It's a 1098 T. 
Um, you can go on to the university websites and pull those down, or they're being mailed out. I've been seeing a few that have been coming in the mail. So, yes, it, it's still real. Okay. We don't know how long we'll have it, but it's real. But And it's worth the wait and to make sure you're mm-hmm. getting that 1098T before you just go to town on your taxes and miss out on something you can deduct, right? Absolutely. If you itemize, <laughs> otherwise it does you no good. If you're taking the standard deduction, right? Well, so now the uh, the tuition credit is separate from the standard deduction or itemization. It's actually a credit. So it's going against any tax liability. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So, so it matters no matter what. Yeah, I mean, there's some income limitations. I mean, if you're making a million dollars, you're probably not going to qualify for that tuition tax credit. But um, yeah, but it, it's a credit. So it's going directly against the tax liability. I'm thinking about the kids um, like my own who are paying their tuition and could qualify mm-hmm. for that tax credit. I think there's a lot of families out there that like to know that and to make sure they're waiting on that 1098T or they have it in their pile of stuff to look at as they're mm-hmm. filing their taxes. Susan, you're literally the best. Susan Spears, uh, CPA, a friend of the show uh, with the Utah Association of Certified um, Public Accountants. Always appreciate your insight and information. And we learned something new today. <laughs> it's, it might be worth it, Dave. You've got kids enrolled in, in college. Yeah. You know? No, that'll be, that's the first I've heard of it. So I. You pass the information on to them. Maybe it saves them a few bucks. There you go. All right. Anything we can do to Broke save- college kids always need a dollar well, here why would there. You, why would you not file for it if you're yeah. eligible for it? You absolutely would want it back. Uh, st- straight ahead, state lawmakers have advanced a proposal um, to cut Utah's experiment with ranked choice voting a little bit short. This experiment has kind of run its course and feels like it's on the decline already. And so why keep it going for even one more year? We're going to discuss it next.